Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. As we welcome back, Guard 1320 Kings Insider and Santa Ham here delivering uh, Bennett's uh, to myself and Kenny. Uh, James Ham. James, we've talked a lot about the Siakam stuff and potential deals for, for Siakam. We worked in, here. We'll th- we'll throw Jesse's question to you. Jesse's probably gonna be scared off the mic a little bit after the way this 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 this, this started. I'm still here. Okay. All right. Still standing. <laughs> still, still strong. Still, still strong. Standing. Nope. I love that song, by the way. Shout out to Sing. That's where I, that's where it like really took off for me. Oh, you said Sing. Yeah. Sing I thought it. you said Sting. I was like, nope. No. That's nope. not it. Who does sing that? Is song that Elton in? John? That, yeah, it is Elton yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah, it is Elton John. Um. Sting is like talking about stalkers and every breath you yeah, take. Sting, sting yeah, that's uh, well, Puffy. I'll be missing you. Or Sean. 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 That's right. It's Sean Combs. It is Is it is Sean. Um, what was I going to ask, James? Jesse's question. Jesse's question. <laughs> if it's Herder, Barnes, and Davion, just for fun, you, Herder, Barnes, and Davion, that's the trade for Siakam. Mm-hmm. And you got all of the risks that come with Siakam. Washington calls and says, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll take that same deal for Kyle Kuzma. Which one do you like more? Yeah, see, it's a great question. It is, really. Bruce or Jesse? Good, good question, because um, I had someone ask me that today. Well, why don't you just take that deal for, for, for Kuzma? First of all, I think either way you're going to have to give a first-round pick. Like either deal, mm. you're giving up a first round. Even even, even Siakam? Siakam with no I don't years. Think so. I, that that's a that's a tall ask if uh, if they're asking for for a first round pick for Siakam. Okay, so like the complexities of Siakam are like it, it's not as cut and dry as you would think, right? So when you trade for a player like Siakam, first of all, there's not a lot of teams in the league that are going to have the the type of salary cap space to go out and sign him to a mega deal, mm-hmm. right? When you trade for a player and you get his contract, you also get his Larry Bird rights afterwards. So not only can the Kings have a starting salary that's higher than anyone else, he can go up to 30% of the cap unless somehow an NBA player then can go 5% of the cap. Give him up to 30% of the but as your own free agent, you can give him 8% per year raises. Okay. If he's a free agent, he can get his 5%. And when we're about this much money, that is a like when you talk a $200 deal or $192 million, <laughs> the Kings, if they traded for him, also, if I'm not mistaken, have the option to not sign him to a four-year deal. It's the highest, the most amount of years you can sign a free agent to. But if he's your own free agent, you can give him a fifth. So there's even that option. Whether you would give Pascal Siakam, 89, going on 30, a five-year contract or not, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Um, but on the flip side, the deal for for Kyle Kuzma, his contract is just the best. 
<laughs> like in all honesty, it's it's the same exact contract that Ken Catanella got both Harrison Barnes and Buddy Heald to sign. It's a declining scale contract that starts at twenty five and a half, goes to twenty three and a half, down to twenty one and a half, and down to nineteen and a half. So basically, you could get Kuzma, no questions asked, mm-hmm. under contract for four years for well for three more years, mm-hmm. on a declining scale deal, and like not have to worry about free agency this offseason. Now, I, I would make the argument that Pascal Siakam is a better player, but is he twice as good? But how much, yeah. And so that's the brilliance of, of Kuzma. Now, Kuzma, you're going to have to give up at least a first-round pick. They want to, but I think... So, yeah, so Kuzma is different to me than Siakam when it comes to picks because you have the years. Mm-hmm. So like yes. in that regard, I understand. And Siakam, I like we've got to restructure this in our fictitious deal that we just created here somewhere. You can't have all three of these players and right. draft capital. Right. No, probably for Siakam, you're I still. But then I got to walk away. Yeah, well, I don't think I can do that. You're going to get a future protected pick. You're not getting multiples. You're not getting. Bro, like, you can have a swaps. second round pick. Get out of my face. <laughs> I, maybe that's it. Uh, but that's always... someone needs to bully Masai Majiri. That's that's what it is. <laughs> That's it's getting always, out of control. He'll be here in Sacramento. From what I know, like him and Kenny, all, their whole front oh, yeah, office. I'm gonna go talk to him. Go talk heard, to him. Is go here. talk to him. Yeah, up, I heard Brad? their whole front office is in Sacramento. Well, get the deal done before seven. And, and look, I mean, in fact, yeah. get the James, deal done tell, right now. We'll break you, it. You tell me that's not a that's not a coincidence, right? Maybe. I mean, I know I know front office people travel. I understand, yeah, yeah. but I think they. They probably want to sit down and talk. It's a long road trip on the West Coast. Yeah, I was going to say that. They might want to talk to Golden State, too. Yeah, they also exactly, exactly. might want to get out of Toronto in the middle of winter, <laughs> which I, if you're Pascal Siakam and you roll up and you walk outside and throw on a hoodie and you're like, okay, this is what it's like in, in January? Mm-hmm. Wait a sec. You got your Raptors hoodie on, sleeves pulled up a little bit. Yeah, you're feeling good. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I'm torn on this because I don't know. I mean – it's a negotiation. You don't have to necessarily give Pascal Siakam a four-year, $192 million contract extension. If that's all he'll sign for, you can say, go ahead and see what else is out there. The problem the Kings have is, again, like sometimes we get into complex salary cap situations here. The salary cap is going up to like 144 to $145 million. Maybe a little bit more than that. It could go up to like 146, $147, 148000000 million. Right, which is a lot, but where, real quick, where was it? At? Where is it at now? It's at one thirty-three. Mm. So the most it can go up like in a year. Player. Okay, I think the most it can go up in a year is ten percent. So the most I that would put it at like one forty-eight. Mm. Right, that's the most. And if the Kings were to trade, we talked about Davion, we talked about Kevin Herter and uh, Harrison Barnes. That in itself is roughly next year is roughly forty million bucks. The Kings would drop down to like one hundred and fifteen million dollars in salary cap space in salary cap used, but they would have seven cap holds for minimums, and then on top of that, you have your mid level, which is a cap hold, which is like twelve million, and then on top of that, you'd have the twelve million cap hold for Malik Monk, so. You can look 115 versus 140, 49 million, 148 million. So you would think, oh, you got $33 million in cap space. But when you take out just right away the 24 million bucks for the mid level exception and the biannual exception, I mean, the, uh, the, um, 
early bird rights to to Malik Monk, that's twenty four million bucks. You'd only have roughly fifteen million, and that doesn't even take into consideration all the little cap holds. So you might have eight million dollars worth of free cap space, but you lost Kevin Herter, you lost Davion Mitchell, you lost Harrison Barnes, and you lost Pascal Siakam via free agency. So my point would be is that it's a really big risk to go out and trade for Pascal Siakam because you don't have a way to replace the players that you're going to lose if they walk. You're literally looking at it like a $12 million player, maybe Malik Monk, maybe a biannual exception, and so you can't really replace those players. So let's not gloss over that too much. How does Malik fit? Probably less in the Kyle Kuzma situation because it wouldn't disrupt anything, right? Well, no, and like what you guys, the Kyle Kuzma deal would be either Harrison Barnes or Kevin Herter and Davion Mitchell. It would not be both because he only okay. makes twenty five million bucks. Okay, so so Malik year. Malik, you could still pay all of the numbers that you've laid of course. out. Yeah. What about Siakam? It's the same. So it's that's, exactly the same. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, no, I think Siakam. Well, yeah, it's going to be the same because. On one hand, you would have Kuzma and either Herter or Barnes. Mm-hmm. So you would have basically $42 million and $43 million in cap. Mm-hmm. Or in Siakam's case, you'd have basically a $43 million starting salary. So either way, you're you're going to have the same amount of cap no matter what. So if you're giving up all these players that we're talking about and you're taking back Siakam and then signing Siakam, it's basically a wash. Like, you're not taking on a whole bunch more for Siakam. Mm-hmm. This is where the the big difference, I would say, between this and, like, the um, the Zach Levine deal is that Zach Levine, it's going to cost you all those things, and he's already on a path to make 43, 40, 47, 51, and 53, something crazy like that. It's almost 200 million bucks. So, or maybe it's 176 over three years, something like that. Either way, it's a ton. I don't know how you would bring on another shooting guard in Malik Monk in that situation and think that you're going to be A-OK money-wise. Sure. Because you got to still fill up these other positions. That's where I think trading for either Kuzma or trading for Siakam makes way more sense than trading for a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, if Donovan Mitchell became available, then I- I'm changing my tune and I'm going all in on Donovan Mitchell. But that's because Donovan Mitchell is an all-star and a proven like next-level player that might be able to take you to a championship alongside De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis. It's, all of these deals, would they're complex in their own way, and they take like a lot of consideration, and especially when it's like draft capital. Like with Kuzma, I'll give up a lottery-protected pick, or I'll, I'll give up a, a top-10-protected pick in 2026, um, maybe a second or, or, or two second-round picks, but I'm not breaking the bank for a guy who who's putting up numbers on one of the worst basketball teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Like he's an 18 to 19 point per game score. I, I think he's a good score. He can get you 20 on any night, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not a 23 points per game guy if he's on a real team. He's not on a real team. He's on a fake team that that doesn't that doesn't do anything well. That, that they're just going through the motions. So, again, I'm not going to reward that, reward a team because you inflated a guy's stats by being just horrible, and he's a, he's a guy who puts up numbers on a bad team. But uh, he's not horrible, though. He's a, he's a good basketball Oh, player. no, no, no. I, I think that I like Kyle Kuzma. Like, the idea of Kyle Kuzma, especially, like, 
not last year's Kyle Kuzma, like, but his first year in Washington, 17.9 points per game, 8.5 rebounds, 0.9 blocks. You know, he shot 35 point something percent from the field, uh, from three. Like, I like the idea. Point card. Yeah, uh, Kyle Kuzma, realistically, Kyle Kuzma is who you hoped you were getting when you drafted Marvin Bagley. You were hoping you were getting the better version of, and it's also why... Still they, can't believe the Pistons drafted Marvin Bagley. Uh, that's right. Still can't believe the that. Pistons. That seems Unbelievable. Bad. It's yeah, that's what they do. Uh, <laughs> you guys are killing me. Um, yeah, I, I mean... If you say it enough, James, it'll be true. We just got to <laughs> keep right. saying it, and it'll finally be true. So, like Michael Porter Jr., it's, it's the reason why the Kings were so intrigued by Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. in the 2000, what is that, 18 draft. They wanted him as well. They would have taken him number two overall if it wasn't for the back issues. So the point that I'm making, though, is that you've been looking for this type of guy. The fact that you botched the 2017 draft and didn't just draft Kyle Kuzma, that's on you. Like, I mean, that was on Vlade and his, and his group at that point. They had Shocking. three opportunities to draft the guy um, and didn't. So, uh, But that's the type of player you're looking for. And he's 28. He fits the age arc of your team. He fits it better than Siakam. I just don't think he's as good as Siakam. No, I I understand that. What do you what do you think? Um, I'll answer one of the questions defensively, but what do you think Siakam is better at than Kuzma? Well, I think defensively, yes. Um, Even I, though I don't think he's he's still better, but he's not the defender he used to be. Yeah, I mean, well, that and I mean, shooting wise, he hadn't been the shooter either. But I I think I read something like over his last. Oh, like 16 games, he's shooting 41% from three. Siakam is. He's killing like in the last week and a half. I think he averaged like 29. Yeah, he's showcasing him, himself. Right. He knows where what what the what's happening here. Right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just think he's a more solid NBA player and a more established. Like, you know exactly what you're getting. Mm-hmm. I think there is concerns about a player like Kyle Kuzma who you know, like decided to to go back to a team that everyone knew was not going to be good mm-hmm. instead of going to a team like the Kings because that this deal was there this summer. Like if he, he wanted to be a king, he easily could have been a king this summer. I almost guarantee it. Like there were there were definitely there was definite interest from the Kings. They had around twenty five million bucks they could have gone out and spent and instead they they went back to the Harrison Barnes deal that they got done. Mm-hmm. That deal was there. So if he wanted to come to Sacramento this summer, it would have happened. So I, I, and that just tells me, I don't know that he, like a lot of the things that Kyle Kuzma does, I don't know are serious. Like does Kyle Kuzma, if I were to ask you this, who makes you a championship contender, Kyle Kuzma at the four or Pascal Siakam? I think everyone in the room is going to go, Oh, Pascal's Yakum probably makes you more of a championship contender. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think Kyle Kuzma is a good fit. I think it's a I think it's a discussion. I think it's a thought. I don't I the things that you say about Kyle Kuzma I completely understand. Um but I don't know, man. I think they're I, I think don't. they're a lot closer than than maybe some people give him credit for. I don't think some of that stuff about Kuzma's fair. Like I understand what you're saying about Sacramento and, and leaving a, a a bad team, but a lot of the, these guys have egos. Like, uh, he, you know, we could turn this thing around. Me, Jordan Poole, like, we, we could get something going here. 
I think about 10 games into the season, it was like, man, we ain't going to do that, so let's just have fun. After that uh, alley-oop off the backboard, down 30. I get that. (laughs) That was the one, like, wait a minute. I I get that, but, like, you know, he was was there. Maybe he was comfortable. I think there's probably a lot of things going into him not leaving. And I I don't know. I don't know this guy, James. I'm trying to stall him out a little bit. I feel like the – the narrative on him is the same. I feel like some people focus on his – this isn't what you said. I feel like some people focus on the way he dresses too much as if he isn't allowed to show his personality through his wardrobe. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that type of stuff. The stuff that's tough to excuse is the the, the, the alley-oop off the fair, backboard. To be fair <laughs> to him, he tough. just caught the alley-oop. Well, What's he supposed to do, let it drop? No, he's going to finish it. I, really, it depends on – like Did Coos have the fall? Who had the fall that we watched that Coos. one day? That was Coos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's the one where he tried to do the Kobe. That's right. Oh, he tried to do the Kobe, yeah. and like his, it's like his legs buckled, and he just like fell to the ground. He it did the good. Kobe, and he fell like Rick Steiner or Scott Steiner uh, off of the, yeah. the ring that one time. Not good. Yeah, <laughs> not I, good. I think you need to know if he's a lifestyle, if he's <laughs> an NBA lifestyle guy, or oh, we'll if, take him to Tiger. If we'll he's be fine. if he's really good. a player, take him out. No, I mean, that's – and I think that's going to be the problem that he has. It, like, the image that he's put out there – I understand. It, that he has to, like, answer for. Where Siakam, it's not a question. I mean, like, Siakam's a guy who worked himself into the league. He played in the mm-hmm. G League. Mm-hmm. Like, his story is cool to get to where he is. And I don't know. I, I don't I don't know that they're going to get either one of them. Mm. That's at the end of the day because we keep talking – like. We're not sure that someone out there wants to trade for Harrison Barnes or wants to trade for Kevin Herter or wants to trade for Davion Mitchell. Like, that's a lot of money. We're talking about $40 bucks in player. And sure, you're shaving a couple of years off of what have to pay Siakam, but I know Siakam's going to be a better player over the next four years than the other, the other three. And at some point, I think you have to, like, if you're the Kings, it would be an all-in move for sure. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's... There's a caveat that you don't have to give. You're not going to have to give up the type of draft capital that you would you would have thought to, you would have to for Siakam, mm-hmm. because he's an expiring contract. They've gotten past the point of no return. Basically, there's only they can give him a contract extension, but if he's traded, he can't get he can't get a contract extension there and then get traded. He has to wait six months if after the extension. The only extension the Kings could give him if he was traded to the Kings is a two-year extension. So he's not getting that during the season. Once the season's over and we get in to free agency, he can get a full four or possibly even five-year deal from the Kings. Um, so there are a lot of like re- weird variables with all of this. I think the safer play, which I, I don't think I ever thought I would say this about him, the safer play is Kuzma mm-hmm. because it costs you one of those guys. Mm-hmm one of your your 17 to 19 million dollar contract players and which top- actually poses a different question. Yeah. Why does that matter for what why would Washington do that? Cuz maybe it's, they don't want to take back as much What trade? Well, it's well for Harrison it's a dollar for dollar it, no. or damn near a dollar for dollar trade, isn't it? You'd shave a year off the off the contract. Okay. With Davion and him, you'd shave okay. a year off of both of them. So basically, it'd save them, you know, twenty million bucks down the stretch. But the reason they would do it is because you're giving them a first round pick, at least one, and they want multiple. Got you. That's what the word is. That, they want multiple first yeah, round picks. You could want what you want. Yeah. Is Tommy yeah. Shepard still the guy? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is Tommy Shepard still the Washington? I, 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 I wouldn't think so. 
Settle down, Tommy. Shut yeah. Up. I think there is a way in which you could see that this thing could get a little <laughs> a little crazy two years from now when if you gave Siakam all the money, you already gave Fox and Sabonis all the money. Will Dawkins is the Washington Will general manager. And then if you gave Malik Monk the $17.5 bucks, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're thinking, okay. Which, by the way, just for those who have missed these previous conversations, that's the most. The most the Kings can give him is like 17, 17. 17 and a half million, right? That's and I most. think what every Kings fan is worried about, is that going to be enough? Yeah. Well, that and like, there's really not a way unless you're just folding up all of your other exceptions to pay him more than that. And if you're trading away, like the only way to pay him more really is if you trade away Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, Davion Mitchell for Siakam and then Siakam bolts and then you have cap space and then you could it does get not more. sound like an ideal situation at all. <laughs> no, it does. None of that's ideal. You know all. what I would do? Because they got cap space. Mm. Oh, I'd be a jerk. If I'm the Pacers, mm. I'd offer Malik Monk a ton of money to come play for me. Yeah. They got money. They got money. Yeah. But yeah. they got Benedict Mather in there, too. No. I, I'd talk, no. if I was De'Aaron, I'd be like, don't go there. You ain't never going to be able to shoot. Well, you'll be able to shoot. Everybody shoots over there. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. All of it's like there's there's a lot of dynamic like pieces to all of it. And it's just tough because I want to see if if uh, Vivek Ronadive will pay. Because so far, he's paid a lot more than Maloof's had to pay for sure. But the Kings are still bottom 10 salary team. In You're talking NBA. about paying into the tax? Yeah. yeah. Because – if you're building this team, mm-hmm. you know, it's what we talked about earlier. Like, what's the pitch you'd give Siakam? Mm-hmm. The pitch you give Siakam tonight all night long while he's on the court the whole time, mm-hmm. you're telling him, you come here and we could be contenders for the next five years. I like your I like your announcer Scott idea. I think that's a that's a great <laughs> idea. Scott Mocha and, you know. Scotty Barnes. Uh, Scotty Barnes. And- Pascal Siakam, and then just let it like live and breathe and have lights and music and yeah, let Siakam light the beam or something <laughs> like, yeah. or no, that's what you, that's what you, hey, you could, you can't now, but you could, yeah, you could. Everybody get uh, something in their seats, and Scott Moke will be like, Pascal Siakam. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, that's if I'm talking like. Keegan Murray looking around mad as hell. (laughs) I honestly think, I know it sounds crazy, I think Pascal Siakam potentially makes you a championship contender. I don't think that's crazy. That's not crazy. Maybe not hopefully this year, but I think next year, yeah, why not? Like, I, okay. Now it's going to cost. Vivek's going to have to pay. Maybe he doesn't take, maybe it doesn't take $192 I mean, again, the guy's, Gonna be thirty. Maybe you can get him for a, a four year one sixty where you're paying him forty million, forty million, forty million. But you don't I don't want know. that money, I think. It's a lot of money. Uh GM so. uh uh Jill Adge, the GM expert, and Will Dawkins is a scout for Oklahoma City. Like he's got that he's got acquire picks in his blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. he, he might say, Hey, keep herder, just send me another pick. <laughs> Yeah, pick, and, pick, picks. I was uh, I was chuckling earlier because I was trying to find the exact quote, but we're talking about the Wizards and the franchise and all this other stuff. Did you see? So they announced they had plans to move to Alexandria. Is that's uh, yeah the arena. Yeah, 
Did you, I think it was the mayor of Alexandria? What did you see? What she had to say? I didn't. <laughs> she said something along the lines of, "If you think I'm going to okay uh, funding for an arena here in Alexandria before I fix the schools, before I fix these roads, and do all this other stuff, I must have stupid ass written across my forehead." <laughs> wow. That's an honest politician right there. Well, I can tell you the the mayor of Las Vegas has that written right across his forehead. Oh. I think I like Yeah. He has that on a shirt that he wears every day. Yeah. As long as it's not a judge in Las Vegas. Yeah. Be careful. Wow. Be careful on my judges in that Las was, Vegas. That was wild. That was crazy. And, and where was the uh, security guard? Yeah. I know there there should be, you know Washington Wizards should be like checking out that guy's stats. <laughs> I mean, that guy jumped right over the top of a desk. The, the, the Raiders, the Raiders <laughs> needs to be looking at. I mean, that guy had like clearly 38 inch vert without any questions, <laughs> maybe 40. Yeah. Unsigned free agents. Not great. <laughs> Unsigned free agents. Well, the Kings and the Raptors do play tonight uh, in Siakam, as of this moment, is a member of uh, the Toronto Raptors. So we'll uh, we'll dive into that game. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk more with uh, James Hamm. We can go over some more uh, fictitious track. I, 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 you said something earlier as it relates to Kuzma. You said in the, in the, in the Washington deal, you only have to trade Harrison or Kevin Herter with Davion because the money matches. Mm-hmm. That sparked another question in my head. Mm. We'll talk about it. Uh, and, of course, we'll talk about the game tonight. James Ham, Steeler and Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino, here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I hate when you're in a group text and there's a number in there you don't know. <laughs> looking at this group text like there's a, there's a number in here I don't know. Hmm. It happens. Yeah, we'll right. <laughs> back here with our insider of the insiders, uh, James Ham. here. Of course, you can catch him and Kyle Madsen Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. You could also check him out in podcast form. I don't know how you find him 
This is the stupidest thing in history. I don't know. Search the insiders. Search James no. Ham. Search Kyle Madsen. It's James Ham and Kyle Madsen show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Legal got a hold of us. We're not allowed to say, well, we're not allowed to be called on podcast forum, the insiders. You guys are like the Super Bowl. That's right. You call them the insiders. I don't, I, I don't know how we couldn't make this clear to them. The insiders with James Ham and Kyle Matson. I would bet everything I have and everything that Kenny has, and we all know how much that is, that James Ham and Kyle Matson are not two names that are trademarked <laughs> through podcast form. But, hey, the hell do I know? I'm just a dumbass. I'm just I'm just a pop <laughs> DJ over here. For those that have been listening all day. Um James, where does Eminem rank in your never mind. Never your mind. Your thoughts. Never mind. Um you mentioned <laughs> I don't have that list on me. I, I, thank God. Don't have that list. Thank on God. Me. Um uh. I, I feel I feel very bad for this, but you mentioned a moment ago uh, we, were, we were talking about like trade scenarios with Siakam, Kuzma, all of that, and you mentioned with the Kuzma deal, well, it's not Harrison and Kevin Herter, it's one or the other because it makes that's how the money matches, and and you, Davion Mitchell is in there, and yeah. whatever else is after that is after that. It's hypo- hypothetically, just just for fun, we'll say it's Harrison in this situation, right? Harrison and Davion. They want to. They want to be more serious, so they want a guy like Harrison Barnes. Got you. Do you think they're looking to extro? Uh, uh, do you think they're exploring trading Kevin Herter, regardless, the, even if that Siakam deal isn't out there, even if that Kyle Kuzma deal isn't out there, or 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 the package deal isn't out there? Do you think that's a player that they might try to move here in the next few weeks? Yeah, I mean, I I think we've heard like I know I've heard yeah. Some, some murmurs Stuff. that mm. uh, that the two guys that have been available from Sacramento are Kevin Herter and Davion Mitchell, and it doesn't take a insider to figure that out. Sometimes you could just watch and go, "Huh, trade yeah. deadline's approaching. A guy just moved out of the starting lineup, and this other guy's kind of bent of the lineup." All right, I, I, I see m- it. May have heard that before they took him out of the got starting you. lineup. Yep, got you. Um, got you. So, so yeah. Um, like, but that's like outside source, like nowhere near mm-hmm. Sacramento mm-hmm. that I've heard stuff. Um, if I'm again, if we're if we're constructing trades here, if I were Washington, I would much prefer a flyer on a 25 year old Kevin Herter than a 31 year old Harrison Barnes, sure, because they're not looking to win. And if I'm the Sacramento Kings, I also, if there's some way you could get Kyle Kuzma in exchange for Kevin Herter and Davion Mitchell and a protected pick. Okay. I, I like I'm I'm here to listen. If it costs you a little bit more than that, maybe a second, maybe two seconds. Okay. I'm still listening. Like if it starts hitting two first round picks or it's unprotected first round pick, I'm like, eh, I don't know. But I I keep coming back to this idea. If there is some way that you did a that was Herter and Davion for Kuzma, and Harrison Barnes became your your guy off the bench playing the three and the four and sometimes some two. Maybe you go a big man lineup where you got Fox with Keegan Murray at the two, uh, you know Harrison Barnes and Kuzma, all three of them together with a guy like Domas or with a guy like Trey Lyles, and you go big lineup. I think that like the versatility is crazy, and like it, you don't have to push Harrison Barnes out. 
Like, is he a frontline starter anymore? Probably not. Can he get you, like, is he an okay starter for what you're doing right now as, like, a fifth option or fourth option, depending on him and Chris Duarte? Okay. But if you were able to add a guy like Kuzma and not lose a guy like Harrison and have that as one of your rotational pieces, you just got a lot better. You know, we always talk about you need more Harrison Barnes, not fewer Harrison Barnes. I think we've moved past that because we've gotten a few years past that statement, right? But that still doesn't mean that, like, if you had your choice between Harrison Barnes and name that sixth or seventh player on another team, hey, Harrison Barnes is really good mm-hmm. in that situation. You, if he's your seventh guy, mm-hmm. if if your three three first guys off the bench are Malik Monk, Harrison Barnes, and Trey Lyles, man, you're a good team. You're a really good team. And so, yeah, I'm okay with that. But, again, it takes two to tango. And, you know, every every team that you deal with has their own wishes, their own I- ideas of what they're trying to be and who they're going to be and what they're looking for in a trade, which is why, you know, the the OG Ananobi trade, the Kings were never going to be part of unless they were giving up Keegan Murray. You saw what they got. The Kings don't have that to offer. Yeah. But Siakam is different. He makes too much money. And so you have to take on veterans in that situation. You're not going to get, like— you know, players who make eight or nine million dollars, you're not going to get four of those for Pascal Siakam to make mm-hmm. the money work. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a really weird situation. So you're going to have to take back some salary if you're Toronto. And and for that matter, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Herter could be their starting shooting guard for the next two years. Mm-hmm. No, and you know they've got uh, Gary Trent Jr. who's an expiring contract. Kevin Herter could step right in and, and be in their starting lineup alongside R.J. Barrett alongside. Emmanuel quickly and Scotty Barnes. Like if they're building a team, he's 25 years old. And and if they, they don't think that Harrison Barnes is going to work out there, they could easily flip Harrison Barnes for a first round pick. It might not be a, a good first round pick, but early twenties, mid twenties. Okay. And that's where I think even at this point, the Kings are probably saying, okay, how, how do we get a third team or a four team involved? If Toronto is not interested in a 31 year old Harrison Barnes, Maybe there is a team out there that's interested in Harrison Barnes, and there's a player that's not as good as a uh, a player like R.J. Barrett, but maybe there's an Emmanuel Quickly-level player out there that another team would rather have Harrison Barnes to try to get them to a different level, and they're willing to give up that player, and that player could go to Toronto. So I think that's where like you have to be creative in these situations, and that's why being a GM is not just grabbing a trade machine, like plugging players in, like, oh, it works. So Who says no? Who says no? <laughs> yeah. And even, um, like, I was looking at Toronto. Like, if you could work a deal, man, I'd take Jaden McDaniels back. Is it Jaden? Jalen. Whichever. Jalen, I think. The other Toronto. McDaniels brother yeah. is in Toronto. Yeah, and he was really good last year, and he's not playing at all. Six foot nine, super athletic, super long wing that – Averaged like 12 and a half points last year for Charlotte. He's sitting on their bench. He's playing like barely at all. Take him back. Like you want to dump a little bit of salary there too. Four and a half million dollars for next year. Now you got a little bit more that you can work with. I, I don't know. If I'm the Kings, like there are a lot of ways you can improve this roster. And it, and it doesn't just have to be one big swing for one big player. 
but I, I certainly like some of the the options that I think they're going to have here in the next couple of days, next couple of weeks. One of the things uh, that's been asked a little bit and been a concern for, for some people is the fact that this got out and um, now uh, Barnes and Herter and Davion hear that they're on the trading block. If they, they may have, you know how these things go. They probably already knew if it was real, but maybe they didn't. Do you think this affects anything, affects their play, affects um, – maybe their disposition move forward. Like basically was, should you have tried to keep this under wraps? Okay. So first of all, the Kings aren't putting this out there. Like Wes Wilcox, Monty McNair aren't texting Jake Fisher. So this is through the grapevine and it's, and to be honest, it's stuff that we've heard rumors of. I've heard rumors of mm -hmm. Damien. I think you've heard rumors of like little bits and pieces of, of different mm -hmm. things that we've heard like over the course of the last maybe six weeks. Yeah. Right. You got so, a text about Kuzma yesterday. I'm yeah. sure you got that. Yeah. It's, and, it's out there. And once again, if you're just watching, like it's just like, if you're just watching the Kings, like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I mean, to answer your question, I'll, I'll say a couple of things. Number one, um, Davion Mitchell, I don't think wants to be here anymore. Um, I, I don't, he hasn't told me that specifically. Uh, but he's tired of whatever's happening here. I, I guarantee that. I mean, he's gone as far as to block like all of us on social media. It's understandable. Well, not the blocking, but uh, well, not, not when you know wanting to move on. Like I, if I'm Davion, I I get it. Well, I understand. I, I get it too. And right. I would like my response. I've only been fair with Davion. Like I I tell you guys all the time. I, I don't think it's Davion is a problem. I think it's Davion's fit with the King is the Kings is the problem. Like it's not. I don't think there's a problem there. Like, I think he's going to go on to be a very good NBA player somewhere else. It just, this is a really tough fit for him because of his style of play, right? But then the Kevin Herter situation, man, I, would it hurt his psyche? Yeah, but, like, where are we at right now? Like, that's already a problem. Like, he's in his head. You can see it, and that's before trade rumors or anything else happened. Right. Like, he, that's kind of been where he's at for a little while. And I think, if nothing else, he probably needs a fresh start now, when it comes to Harrison Barnes, I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure that the way Harrison Barnes and the Kings approached this summer was as a business negotiation, straight up business. Mm. And they came back together as a partnership because that was what was advantageous for both of them. Hiding within Harrison Barnes' three-year contract that pays them 17, 18, and 19 million is a 15% trade kicker. Like, there was an insurance policy put in in case Harrison Barnes needs to pick up and move midseason. So I'm going to guess that they were honest with each other in their negotiations that we're signing you to a three-year deal, but you know what that means. That at any point, this, you know, we couldn't go a different direction. You can't really go a different direction because you're in under contract, but you understand where we're going here, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if there's a point where we have to trade you or whatever— we're going to incentivize that for you by giving you a 15% trade kicker and let's move forward. So I think the answer is no. I, should it affect their performance? Maybe, but that's why you have Chris Duarte and you have Malik Monk. But their Monk. performance isn't the best right now anyway. No, so I would like, agree. I would like, agree. The, like, you're not worried about with Harrison. He's the, a pro's pro. The Kevin Herter report didn't come out three weeks ago. Right. No. My man's been, you know, unfortunately struggling. They, yeah, for like but busted games. played his ass off. Yeah. Say that again for those of yeah, me played his ass off. Yeah. yeah, just he can't. After. He can't hit a shot. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is wild. He's in his head. Dude was shooting 50% last year. <laughs> yeah. He's I, not going to do that all year? Why not? I don't know who said that. Someone <laughs> might have said it on the radio. I, but I, I feel for him because he's a good dude, and like he doesn't want to miss shots. He's, You know, I, I remember back when Nick Stauskas was drafted by the Kings, and you walk in the locker room, and it was tough because it was at Arco, and right when you walk in the door is all the young players. They're, like, stacked up right by the door. Mm-hmm. And Stauskas is always right there, and every time you walk in the door, you could just see his mm-hmm. eyes were red, like the frustration level, like, and you talk to him, he's like, I don't know what to tell you guys. I've been a shooter since I was a little kid. I've never missed shots like this. I just can't hit a shot. I don't know what the problem is. Like, I, I you could see like the anguish with him. It's the same with Herter. Like, that guy's a walking bucket. He's been hitting threes, like, going crazy for years. All of a sudden, you can't shoot. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I feel for him because he doesn't want to fail. He likes what's happening. He likes the guys in the room. He he doesn't want to let people down. And so it's the dynamics of basketball are weird. Some people take things, you know, like it impacts them differently. And I honestly think that, like, whatever happened in the playoffs was bad. Whatever happened at All-Star Weekend mm. didn't help Kevin Herter. Mm. He came out of that a little bit. He was really good in March and early in early April. He gets to the playoffs. It's not great. But then you get to the season, and first thing that happens right before the start of the season, Mike goes, oh, maybe I'll switch up to shooting guard spot. And you rattled the dude. Yeah. And he hasn't really been himself. Yeah. So I don't know what to say. You um you mentioned something in there as well with Harrison about the trade kicker. I wasn't aware of that. Does that make it harder to trade him? Because uh, tell me, for those that aren't sure, like myself, Trade kicker, the team that's acquiring acquiring Harrison has to no the team no. who trades trading them okay it, that trades has to pick up the trade kicker and the trade kicker it's fifteen percent but it's fifteen percent on the remaining money on the deal hmm. so we're not talking about a couple of hundred bucks we're talking about fifteen percent on the remaining thirty seven million plus whatever's left this year does Siakam have one I don't think so. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't. But mean Casey, to that I, thought I, I mean, that could be up to like five, five and a half million bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Like that's not chump change. There, mm-hmm. there's money there. Right. Uh, but that's that's paid, and it's counted. Not only is it paid by the team who trades him, but it's also on their salary cap as money that that they can't take back in. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. So if you're looking at that deal and you're sending Harrison Barnes out at seventeen million. Mm-hmm. But on you coming back, he's the equivalent of counting for, I don't know, quick math, 1.5 plus, yeah, I, I don't know what that is. I could maybe two point something more than than what we're talking about. So, gotcha. yeah. Gotcha. What do you think about the, <laughs> you know, there's a game tonight. I'm yeah. Sure on your way to. What do you think about the game tonight? This is a. I've all, I I I like the Raptors. I think this is a really tough squad. Um, Scotty Barnes is very very good, and then now you've got the kind of you know the new dynamic of you know the the New York Knicks there. Um, yeah, um, and by the way, the Kings played a really tough game just like two nights ago. Well, this is a third game in four nights too yeah. for the Kings. Yeah, I mean that these back to backs eat you up, and and they it's the gift that keeps on giving. Because you had, you know, one game mm-hmm. leading into it was first game of four nights at uh, mm-hmm. three and four nights. Now you're at the back end, so you've played a bunch of games here. 
Um, like, look, if I don't like the matchup against Toronto, mm-hmm. Toronto yeah. is like a scaled down version of the Clippers or a scaled down version of uh, the Pelicans. They aren't just long and athletic. They're super physical. And like Scotty Barnes loved him coming out of the draft uh, even more now. I mean, he is just developing into such an incredible player. What's he at? Like 21 points, nine rebounds, like 5.8 assists, something like that. Shooting 37, 38% from three. Like he's turning into a wonderful player. And when you add in these other players, I'm not a huge RJ Barrett guy. RJ Barrett's a, you know, if you're looking at their squad, Mm -hmm. he would be on like the soft side of their squad, but Emmanuel quickly, that is one physical dude. That is not someone you want to get into like a, a alley fight with. Like that's a tough it's dude. Tougher than a $2 steak. Yeah. Sure. He's a tough dude and, and he's physical and he, especially on the offensive end, he doesn't mind running through people. Like that's, it's going to be a tough game for the Kings tonight. It's a super physical, super good team. They just isn't, they have well, and they've had this like dark cloud, Fall around. They're like the Charlie Brown of the league where everyone knows yeah. their two best players are likely getting sometime during the season. One of them be gone. And, well, I don't even know if they're the players anymore. I think Scotty, Scotty Barnes yeah. Scott, is the well, best player. Uh, yeah, the two best were all like, I mean, Scotty to me. OG was a good ball player, but he, he ain't better than those other two. No. But, I mean, I don't know. OG if you saw is your this. M&M on the Toronto Stop, Raptors. Don't do that. Don't, I think OG's a good ball player. <laughs> okay. I don't think yeah. he's top two. Okay, well, he's definitely not. <laughs> um. I don't know if you saw the same thing, and I, I couldn't. It's a video, but there's words. You see the little, they're calling it in the chat, and it is a little mini Shams bomb. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shams was on one of these little shows, and the tweet says, the Raptors are ramping up trade talks surrounding star forward Pascal Siakam with a Western Conference playoff contender emerging as a serious suitor. Have we listened to this? Well, I mean, we could. I, think I don't we think could, he's going to curse. So we can. Well, yeah, I, I could. I could pull it up on the screen. I mean, but I we've mean, had that's... producers cuss today. It wouldn't really matter what. <laughs> wouldn't really matter what. <laughs> we get shot. So I mean, oh, that... I, 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 yeah, it, 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 it uh, it's right here. Uh, yeah, it's only a fifty-four second clip. We could run this. Oh. Um, and, the, and earlier, Jake Fisher had talked about Kings Pistons oh. Pacers being in the running. Uh, Jason Anderson has deciphered it for us and said the Sacramento Kings are emerging as the serious suitor. (laughs) Thanks, Jay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Jason. Let's hear it. Just for fun. The Raptors are ramping up trade talks around Pascal Siakam, and I'm told the Sacramento Kings are emerging as a serious suitor in Siakam. They're among the offers and options that Toronto has Kind of takes the guesswork out of it. A big three of Pascal Siakam, De'Aaron Fox, and DeMontis Sabonis if they're able to pull a deal off. But what could be a very integral part of these conversations with Siakam is he is on an expiring contract of about $38 million. And his willingness and his desire to re-sign as a free agent in July, whether that's in Sacramento or another team that he does get moved to. That is going to play a big part in this. this that could play a major role in this For if that team that's trying to get him is, is going to want to check into whether he will resign as a free agent. And, and if not, that could also dissuade some teams. The Raptors are ramping up trade this. talks this around Pascal Siakam. And I'm told the Sacramento Kings are... I love that. 
<laughs> I love it. Is it the Kings? Is the West? Yes, he says that shout very out, clearly. Shout out to uh, J.A. for doing J. a little digging and finding out that it's the Shout out to J.A. for letting the video play for 12 seconds. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> that's terrific. I mean, uh, Shum's going to rip it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the move to be made. Well, it could be done today. I I'm mean, everybody, all parties are here. Hey, what are we waiting don't for? Don't let him leave Sacramento. That's it. We were talking about this earlier. Like, <laughs> I, I was I was telling Kyle that um, maybe you remember. You remember Joel Youngblood, the, like. Uh, yeah, the Giants player, right? Yeah, he was a Giants player. I don't like player. the implication that I don't know who Joel Youngblood is. <laughs> do you know no, who Joel I, Yes, I do, but that's fine. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so in 19, I had his baseball card. In 1982. You were rich. He, he <laughs> was playing for uh, the New York Mets during the day. I uh, played the Cubs in Chicago. He gets traded, flies to I think Philly, and plays for the Expos. <laughs> and he he has hit bats in both games <laughs> in two totally different places. And so yeah, like guys get traded like that. I, like sure, well, Siakam get traded at halftime. I play think it'd be teams. really interesting if Pascal Siakam is sitting in the first quarter of the game and all of a sudden <laughs> does not go back in the game the rest of the night. Oh man! And the the like because we had you remember was it <laughs> you Corey see Joseph? Monty high fiving guys? <laughs> <laughs> the Kings down twenty two. Hey, if you're going to the arena tonight. All eyes on Monty McNair. Right. Why are we going to waste time here? Why not just, all right, Kevin Harrison, play the first half with the Kings. Second half, yeah. throw on the hey. Raptors jerseys. We'll get it going. Make history tonight. <laughs> the Kings down 20. Monty like, all right. Good job. Good job, Wes. Good job. Over there yeah. high-fiving the on here? Jill Adge in the front row. and <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it's going to get done. I don't know. I mean, we're joking about today, or kind of, but I think it's going to get done. Oh. Well, I think, we'll see. I think there's I think there's too much smoke. There's too much smoke. Can I ask? And, a and, and people are being direct. Sean's being direct. He's hearing things. Yes. We're all hearing things. <laughs> we Shams are. Is, Shams has never been wrong. <laughs> what no. was Shams wrong? I'm just the, at, no, I'm the big three shutting down comes to mind. That comes to mind. That's uh, nobody's perfect. Jerry um <laughs> Another guy not in the top five. Damn, I'm gonna tell him you said that. Ooh, oh, some people cube. were talking about. Oh, earlier. I talk, I, I mentioned that the, the, people were talking about that earlier. They're like, "Cube, no cube." Yeah, no, cube is my guy. Like, I cube. But, but, he not my top. If five. you really want to do this, we could do it. Because <laughs> we need to have we need to have a long discussion about two of the individuals in the top five. We don't have to have a long discussion. Okay, all right then. Then if if, if we're not having that discussion, then cube's not in it. Yeah, he's not in my top. But if we're not having a he's conversation, in Jason Jones is top five. Though, I'm sure. His, his his he got Jason Kendrick. I'm curious. What, I know Kendrick's one for him. Mm. Who? Okay, go ahead, James. I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> who, who are your top four ranked, Damian? Ranked? I'm not ranking them. I'm not doing that's that. That's almost impossible. Who's your Mount Rushmore? Them. You have a Mount Rushmore? Is that what we're talking? Well, I, that's what I, it's essentially what I did. I gave two. I gave four guys who are solidified in the top five of hip hop artists. But I don't. I don't know how to rank them. Jay's my favorite. Okay, Big so would be my second favorite. I think that's how you rank it. The two outsides, like those, are your two favorites. The two guys in the middle are like so. Jay, 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 and those Big are, those are, are my the favorites. Bookends, the yeah, those are, those are my favorites. And then Pac and M are in it. And okay. Emin is not my favorite, but okay. he mm-hmm. deserves to be there. Ham, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> Show almost. Do you know, know Casey almost something. blew up two hours ago? 
It almost <laughs> ended. The whole thing almost ended because I swear I'm gonna go back he and heard watch me the wrong. tape. Now, I think you called me a pop DJ. Why would I say that? I know you ain't never been on the end. I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> Are you one of those? That's pop what DJs? I heard. But I was pissed. <laughs> I ain't never been more mad at Kenny than I was. I was at that wondering moment. why he was so mad at that. I was like, I just you said, said you said he was over there playing it at the end. So bad he got me to cuss. The guy to, oh, don't put that on me. Don't I was like two hours later. Hey, I, just one quick question. We, we, the show is over. Shouldn't the Warriors factor into this somewhere? Yeah. No. No? They ain't no good. No, yeah, they're they not, get, but, but they, they got, got the they got assets. They got some stuff to give up. Including, and I'm. But I'll say this. They got though, a bunch of guys they won't but, play. Real, real quick, though, I'll say this, though. James, you mentioned something that I didn't think about. They do have to make money match up. Yeah. So if if Chris oh, Paul, no, no. Chris Paul's money, Chris yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. saying that all year. Chris Paul, Jonathan Kaminga, maybe a Moses move. Yeah, well, wait that. till the bus pulls up at the Golden One Center to take him to Oakland well, or San play? Francisco. They still got a problem. They have a power. Oh, they got all sorts of problems. They got a power forward that makes twenty five million dollars a year. Well, whose fault's that? Well, well, we'll run it back next here on Sacramento Sports Leader. Uh, <laughs> Who knows what will happen at 102.5. Check that out if you want to. I'm sure there's a good fight <laughs> brewing over there. Uh, we'll go do that second radio show wherever you are, man. We appreciate you for being with us. Uh, D'Lo, Casey, be back here Monday with the Insiders, 10 a.m. ESPN 1320. Vamos, Kings, light the beam. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 